Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. You are officiating a 1 p.m. wedding on a Friday? So what they're saying is your work matters none to us, and you will show up at this wedding at 1 o'clock on a Friday. I think what they're saying is we want to give you the opportunity to have a wonderful three-day weekend is what it is. It is unprecedented. They don't care about anybody else. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. What I have in the middle of the night? Call the ceremony for 2 a.m. And then we'll start the whole party at 3. And then we'll watch the sun come up together. On 98.7 ESPN. Oh, the big 7 o'clock hour. DiPietro Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. You don't know who I'm roasting. You don't know what I'm roasting. You don't know where I'm going at 7.45 this morning. I thought I knew. Now I'm concerned that I don't. Yeah, because I might have new. I might have new roasting options by the minute here on a Friday. I think I knew who you were originally going to roast. How about that? Well, there are many candidates, many candidates to wind up as my initial redo of the morning roast. You better come out on fire. Don't tell me how I better be at seven forty-five. Why? Because the because the people deserve it. Oh, oh do do you have a good roast this morning? It's all right. So that's not exactly. Uh, I haven't been pumping my roast up the entire show like you have. I haven't been pumping my roast up. Yeah, you I have. You I, did. I, all I said is I have it. I didn't say it's going to be great. It, might, it probably will suck. No, I don't care if it's. Uh, listen, it may not be a good roast, but uh, the energy doesn't have to suck. The energy. Oh, I can. Be great. I can. I can fake energy. Yes. I said the I can do that. Yeah, all I'm saying is, is give me the what I need, which is the full Rothenberg experience. <laughs> Are you singing this morning, by the way? I'll sing. I was told if the Knicks got a win, you would sing. That's a big win. I'll sing. Just tell me what you sing. Uh, I don't know. Guys, what do you think you'd like him to sing this morning? I do like that. I got to get ready because I think I'm going karaoke tonight, too, at the wedding. So, oh, Of course you are. They're having karaoke. I can't get over your love, baby. <laughs> No, I don't think it's going to be karaoke per se, but I think at some point I'll probably steal the microphone and yeah. say, because your linebacker situation isn't very good. Uh, did you hear the tone, though? What? They're having karaoke at their wedding? Well, yeah, that would be strange, no? It would be different, but I listen, it's their day. You, you are out. You couldn't be more out on this wedding. Well, yeah, no, this wedding has me frustrated. From this the, is why he's not tone. invited, because he, he could have been invited, but I said no. That's fine. Because <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't want to go to a 1 o'clock on a Friday wedding. Yeah, you would. And and then sing karaoke. Like you don't have to sing karaoke. It's uh, I'm figuring at some point I'll probably sing tonight. Good. Walking on sunshine. Woo! They wish they had me singing at this wedding. You wish you, you're going to wish you were at this wedding. No, I have zero desire to be going to this wedding. Bum, bum, bum. I'm going to send you beautiful pictures of all Good. the, the I don't food think you, and I don't think desserts. You will. I don't think you will. I will. 
They'll probably get like half-eaten crustaceans. That's what they'll no, serve. No one wants half. Why would they fr- have half? Because fr- it's Friday at one. Oh. They'll probably give grilled cheeses that have been you know nibbled on by the prior wedding party. Multiple cream cheeses. Le- you know what you're gonna get? You're gonna get leftovers from last night. I can't wait to go to this bar mitzvah, and I'm gonna criticize everything about it. The bar mitzvah is gonna be class. It's on a Saturday night, and it's right. classy. Okay, classy. Well, I'll, I'll be the one to make the. Decision. RJ, you were at the first bar mitzvah. Tell him. It was so fancy. I actually wondered. They can't all be like this, can they? That's that's how much of Dave's. Well, I'm not going to say his immense wealth he he put in, but his wealth. I mean, he wants it. Yeah, he he wanted us to know how you know where it comes from. Yeah, it's no, not about I, the kid. I wanted it to be a memorable day. I didn't no, want to. Uh, I mean, let's let's have a one o'clock. No, a, a memorable a day would have been a, a a really solid venue with a good meal and a good time and good people. I got I got peeled. Oh, stop I it! Got, Nobody wants solid time. I got. You sound like you're talking about like a, an AA sponsor. No, I'm talking about the 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 average human, the average you know the average Joe. That's who I represent. And I got Pete Alonzo talking to me on video. Saquon Barkley. I mean, it was you were you were flaunting it out there. You put it right uh, on the fireworks. Table. You know, I heard. Uh, it was not some fireworks. pyrotechnics. Yeah, it was pyro. It was pyrotechnics. That's right. You need a licensed professional for that. That's exactly what we needed. We we hired a Grucci. <laughs> yeah, but this is because see, here's the problem, RJ. This wedding is about the couple and celebrating the couple. That that bar mitzvah was about Dave pulling it out and showing no, everyone not how much money me. he had. That's <laughs> no, all. It was. No, see, this is you couldn't be more wrong. You whipped it out. And you nope, said, couldn't look be, at how much money be I more made. wrong. Just shows you how you don't know me at all. We sat down with Ben and said, Ben. We'll go on any trip you want. We'll take you anywhere you want. And he said, I really want the party. This was not about us. This was about him. So Yeah, but you would have went on the trip also. No. Like, hey, should we throw this this rager of a party? Or do you want to go to, I don't know, Australia for, that's, a, that's we- right. for a week? That's uh, 100%. That That is kind of flaunting. And you also- that's not flaunting anything. Do you understand the <laughs> magnitude of a, of a young man becoming a, a, a an actual man? The bar mitzvah experience is a big deal. I think you're just re- you're just reflaunting it right now. Is what's happening? Reflaunting anything. You know what the thing is? You guys have no. You're so locked in in your in your little you know anti careful I, I, like, anti careful bubble is what you're locked in on. Wow. What do you mean? I came out of the the Florida bar mitzvah. I'm I'm locked in. I know what it's all about. I don't think you do. You what? <laughs> I'm not I'm not knocking the bar mitzvah whatsoever. If I remember correctly, I was the only one there. However, I'm just going. That's I, right. I, I, Raymond didn't go. Listen, I'm. I, Rick I, I didn't regret, go. I regret not Pant, going. I was, didn't go. I was told it was a fantastic event, and it sounds like it was. All I, I can, regret. All I can do is report back on what I saw. You're taking it negatively. It's just what I saw was one of the most uh, astounding evenings that, that's ever been put together. Did Did you have a great time? Great time. Oh, okay, so you know what? You left, and years later, you remember having a great time. That, was, that, that, that means was, that we won. That was like three years ago now. Exactly that. All He's right, this got, portion got, of the show drew by the American board. Was, oh, hang on a second! <laughs> Boom. Roasted. What about me? Doing a read make, means nothing to you. <laughs> I don't know when you're going to start slipping in reads. We're having a conversation. You just All right, go. fine. C- conversate. <laughs> conversate, really. No, finish your read. Come on. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. All right. This portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Net. All right, why did you steamroll me? What would you have to say? No, I wasn't trying. You steamrolled me. I think RJ left the bar mitzvah, and the first thing he said is, this man has no respect for money at all. That's not you. No respect. That. But you had pyro. You had, I mean, there was a donut wall. It was just, it was too much. How, how, how much do you think a donut wall costs? It's I, just It's just a, a cool lot. thing that you remember. A lot. Yeah, yeah. They, but they weren't like, you know, your casual 
glazed donuts. donuts. These were exquisite donuts. They exquisite. Were they were Dunkin' Donuts. Those weren't Dunkin' Donuts. Stop. Yeah. Uh, please. <laughs> First of all, you weren't there. I paid the bill. They were Dunkin' Donuts. He's horrified. He's considering jumping through the screen and assaulting you. I mean, it's unbelievable. The lack of respect. You go to your, your half-eaten cheese sandwiches from last night wedding today, and I'll show you how to put on a party when so we get, disrespectful. To, uh, get to September. Yeah, you'll flaunt it because it's all about you. No, because we save money. That's what we do. And we save money. We say we appropriately p- have been putting money away for years so that we could have the party that Alex deems necessary when we get to September. <laughs> this is this is where you're dangerous because you don't realize what you're doing. What am I doing? Like you've accused Ray of doing. You just now accuse the people that Rick will be marrying in, <laughs> yes. like f- in five hours of either poor earners or poor no, savers. <laughs> they're poor savers. No, obviously, obviously, I mean, every little girl dreams about a wedding when she's little, now, except for this lady. <laughs> Who's going to have um, one, one o'clock on a Friday afternoon? Wedding. I mean, you're, you're one step away from just saying, like, you know, let's just let's do this out at the park and hit Wendy's after and call it a day. <laughs> I figure they might just give you breadcrumbs, a little picnic and, and, and like like pickles that you would get from the deli when you get your sandwich. Probably still more calories than you would intake, though. Yeah, you'd, be, you'd fit right in a couple of raisins. I think what you don't see, though, this is their way of saving. I mean, they're, they're probably cost cutting by 60, 70 percent. Oh, I'm sure they are good for them. Well, <laughs> yeah, as opposed the, the, to spending the, all the money that you saved, gone. The disdain in this man's voice. That's why you save the money. Looks the money down is being on saved them. specifically for the bar mitzvah. Yeah, but then it's gone, though. Right. Yeah, but you've spent it all. All the money right. you've saved, gone. So these people are going to go right down the middle. They're going to half-ass it. Oh. We're not, not going to spend any money, and we're not going to put on a good party as well. Look, look oh. down upon these plebs. <laughs> this is the nastiest thing he's ever done in the show. Just, you know it's true. You, you know your father-in-law feels the exact same You know way. he's listening. Uh, yeah, and you know that he's listening, being like he's right. You would respond. <laughs> Dave would respond to the to the invitation. It, it, you know where it says, uh, um, "We'd love to be there." I can't. You know, unfortunately, can I make? No it? way. They set that like a hard invitation. <laughs> this is an e- this is an email invitation. <laughs> what do you think? It's like a text? No, no. I'm sure, it's like they, yeah, it might have been a group text. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> oh February third. Goodness. Uh, we we'd like to have you if if you're free. We'll do. Uh, we're thinking about like a one o'clock kind of thing. Can you make it? <laughs> You're a bad guy. How am I? Because you know it's true. I know where RJ's going. He checked the box and say, oh, this is beneath me. Dave, I will not Dave, be coming. Dave would cross it out, write his own box, say, this is beneath me. No, Plan would, better I, next time. I would not say this is beneath you're, me. I would just say, sorry, I, I some of us work during the day. You're poor savers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't take out your poor saving habits on me. That's right. I'm not coming. That's right. You've, uh, half-assed, you've half-assed this. I'm out. There will be no gift. Yeah, right. Nothing. No, I'd give a gift. Obviously, they're desperate for the gift. Oh. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> See, you're just grenades into the room. Rick's going to have to deal with this in like a couple hours. <laughs> That's what makes it so I'm going to have to address. I'm going to have to address the wedding before I officiate it. <laughs> my partner's sorry for everything he said this morning. I'm not sorry for anything. I know you're all <laughs> That's this. I, I apologize for nothing. How can you I apologize? I feel better in my takes here. How could you apologize for a man who's not sorry in the slightest? Uh, not even a little bit. My father-in-law was telling everyone, you got to listen to the show tomorrow. Rick's on before the wedding. You should listen to it. Now I'm going to have to deal with all this mess. The, bri- the bride's going to be a wreck when she hears about this. What have yeah, you I'm done? S- I'm stepping into, I don't even know what I'm going to be stepping into because I'm going to go right from here to go to the wedding and it's just going to be a nightmare. Yeah, it's not going to be great for you. Everyone loved Dave up until <laughs> up until this day. That's fine. Listen, I speak the truth. And you know that everyone out there listening is like, he's right. <laughs> I don't know if everyone yeah, out there is thinking so. that. A, a Friday one o'clock wedding. 
No, it's a ceremony. It's the ceremonies at one. Doesn't matter. It's unheard of. (laughs) It is unless it was a holiday, and then you could get away with it. It's your own holiday now, though. She created your own holiday. Who's your own? It's it's our holiday now. It's a three day weekend. You can't force people to take a day off work. It's selfish. I understand. It's fine. You don't. I do. She's all about her. (laughs) You've just torched the poor woman in her whole wedding. No, I think it'll be a great wedding. <laughs> I do. I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. I oh. wish her no, nothing but luck and happiness in her. In oh, her life. thank you. I'm sure yeah. she's, she'll be happy that you said that. Well, she's going to certainly come out in the on the green in this <laughs> wedding, though. The black. She's going to like. Wait, 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 we spent how much per plate? We got how much money as presents? Everyone should do this one o'clock scam. <laughs> she's running a Ponzi scheme. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Ponzi is the appropriate word, but there's something going on here. <laughs> How about he goes, enjoy your half-eaten cheese sandwiches? <laughs> bread crumbs. You know they're going to repurpose last night's bread, bread that didn't get eaten. <laughs> your half-eaten cheese sandwiches. Can we get to the uh, Julian Love sound from yesterday? Well, yes. Are you done? Are you uh, done crushing the wedding? I'm done. Right. I'm ready to get, to get on with it. minutes doing so. Uh, Julian Love was on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network and said, Nick Sirianni, he's not so good anybody could coach this team you know he's a guy who really is doing a great job because he's not getting his in the way of his team he has an experienced roster from top to bottom offense defense you see this stuff though like what's your reaction as a player and that guy's doing that i don't like it i don't like it at all i mean he's he's in for a free ride right now you guys can coach this team and they can succeed all right you might not appreciate what he said because you think that it's not what players are supposed to say but what that he said do you not agree with most talented roster in the NFL, bar none, and the guy acts like a jack wagon on the sidelines every single week. Agree with the jack wagon take, but he fell right into the trap. He fell. They played that perfectly. Which is what? That anybody could coach this team? They got what they wanted, yeah. I mean, listen, I don't like the guy, but I think there is something to be said for what he's done with Jalen Hurts. I do. You know I what? Hate, I, I hate how he acts. I didn't even think about that. See, this is how open I am to y- your takes is I didn't really think about that and, and was on the exact other side. But now that you make mention of it, I think it's a fair point. He has taken Jalen Hurts from being a an average quarterback to being one of the elite quarterbacks in football now. Yeah, MVP. Like until he got hurt, he was right there for the MVP. And I'm sure he'll still get votes. But yeah, like you got to take that into account too. It just listen. I hate that as a player. If I'm on the other team watching Nick Sirianni act the way he acts, and it's all great when they're winning, like if once once Philly starts losing, that's going to be the, the fans won't like it either. That'll get old fast. But he plays he plays the role to perfection. I was talking. I told you I was hanging out with some Philly fans last night, and I was like, "You can't like Sirianni, right?" And they're like, "Oh no, we love him. They love him because he's him. their guy. Because what they pride themselves on being like." The, the unmentionables, right? They're the like worst. this the a fan base that you I mean you have players' wives saying we're, we're never going back there. Like they love the fact that they're unlikable to that extent. So they rally it, around it. They rally around it. So of course they're gonna love that guy. Because he's one one of he and you know what? Good for him, because he plays it like a fiddle. He play exactly what they want. He feeds them every single week with these antics. And his team likes it. They buy into it. So, listen, good for them. They're in the Super Bowl. But I hate it. Watching him on the sidelines drives me nuts. Because he, he he looks like he's a jerk. Uh, well, yeah, that's how he's acting, man. I mean, he's he, he reminds me of um, he, he reminds me of the bowler 
that does all the uh, what's his name? Is it Weber? Is it uh, Pete, RJ? Pete Weber? That that celebrates every time he hits the strike. I love that. He's he's hilarious to watch. But it's like he always knows where the camera is. His face is always in it, and he just he he loves he it. loves it. He he loves being the center of attention. He absolutely loves it. And listen, if you're going to act like that, I think that you should expect people to go after you. I don't. But I think you're right. I mean, to say anybody could coach this team, but I think what he said is accurate, that this is the most talented team on paper in the entire league. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. We talked about that a bunch. I mean, he's them, it was the Niners. But yeah, listen, I mean, he's he's done a good job with this team. I just don't think it's fair to him to say that he he could just he's on a free ride because I think he's done a good job with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. And I think people don't want to hear it because he's just that unlikable. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. So the Eagles were none too happy with what um, Julian Love had to say about their antic-laden head coach. You want to hear how Brandon Graham responded to this whole thing? I do, yeah. All right, here is, um, I think you can you can say star defensive end Brandon Graham responding to Julian Love. People always got something to say when they're at home, so they got some stuff to think about, so I ain't really going to touch too much on it. I just know that Coach Sirianni, what he did last year with a team that, you know, nobody thought was going to do much, you know, he ended up getting us to the playoffs. And then for his second year, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get better. You're supposed to bring players in to do exactly what you need them to do. And we did that. I mean, he said anybody can coach. 
the this team it's like man it don't matter because at the end of the day it's on your gm and your president and people to be able to bring guys in and sign guys and have people want to come to this organization so i mean man it's a whole bunch of different factors other than just him talking about coach sirianni it's just you know a lot of people just mad because of what happened this season i understand but i mean it definitely carried no weight because coach proved itself each and every day I-, I love he's like it carries no weight but let me comment that on it for a minute and a half here well they like him man I mean, I get, listen. He's their guy, and he's he right. Should he, be their guy. They, and they play well for him. Yeah, dude. To to go where he, I mean, to start where he started, and he uses it as as a teaching tool for his team too. With that press conference where it looked like he couldn't read, <laughs> that's great. And I think there was probably ninety ninety something percent of football fans and Eagles fans that watched that that press conference and said to themselves. Well, we made a bad we made a bad choice here. This guy's going to stink, and he's right. You know, takes the team to the playoffs, and then for me, the the biggest thing that he's done is take Jalen Hurts from what you saw last year to an MVP candidate this year. Like, I mean, he's the most improved player in the league. Uh yeah, I think that goes without a doubt. Like, he's, I, he's, I just don't. If like, he doesn't get hurt, he's the MVP of the league. Probably, yeah. I just don't like all the other extra stuff, which you don't need to do, but apparently he feels well, I think like... The, the extra stuff is what makes him incredibly unlikable. And when you put that bullseye on your back, guys are going to go after you. I'm sorry. Look, uh, Julian Love's not going after Andy Reid. I mean, Julian Love's a, he's a good guy. I, I don't think he'd go after anybody. They, they, I think that there's a genuine dislike around the league for this guy with players and fans because of the crap he pulls. And you know what? If he's comfortable with it, yeah, good for him because I think it's good. I think it's good for the league. Well, listen, I, if that's what you do, good for you. But there's going to be a day where teams are better than you and you're going to get your comeuppance and just realize that they're going to, you know, be up 27 nothing on you and and start, you know, pretending to go for two point conversions and screaming and yelling and antics. It's like, do it. That's fine. I mean, if, if no one can stop you, then go ahead and do it. I just think that there's a way to appropriately act. And it, it, to me, it doesn't feel like he acts like that. No, I think that listen, it's a risky run. I told you that yesterday. It's one of the reasons why I didn't talk much trash because I just felt like I'm going to talk trash. I'm going to get scored on, and it's going to be you know thrown it's right blow back up in, in your face at some point. Right, which is probably going to happen, but if for the moment it's not, and he's he's embracing it, acting acting a fool, and I think it's good for the NFL. I love I love that we have somebody to hate. I like it. Well, he's very unlikable, very very unlikable. Let's go to um, let's go to Purple Belt Mike. Purple Belt, you're on 98.7 ESPN. What's up, guys? Shout out to the company. Um, yesterday, I was watching some stuff on um, NFL Network, and it said there was a report that Joe Douglas will go all out for Aaron Rodgers. So the question is, what would be too much? Um, Three first round picks would be too much. How many? Three would be too no, much. No, that'd be that'd be a lot for yeah. for, for a two year guy. You. you can't go three ones, can you? No, he said, what would be too much? I said, yeah. three first-round picks is way too much. All right, so if I told you the Jets gave two ones and a three, you would say? And that was it. It lob, we're done, deal's done? It. You're done. Two one. Yep. This year's one, next year's one, and this year's three, you would say? I would want to do next year's three. Okay, but they you're going to let it hold up? You're going all in? You're hiring everybody that makes him happy? And they say, no, no, it's got to be this year's three? No, he no. It's obviously I'm joking. Uh, yeah, what if it's that deal and that gets it done? I do it because they. I mean, you asked me it yesterday, and I thought about it a lot after the show. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't doesn't come to the Jets, if that trade doesn't happen, and now all of a sudden we're sitting here talking about you know who the next option is, and we still have 
Nathaniel Hackett, oh, the God. phone calls that we're going to take. And oh. rightfully so. I mean, they're not going to be, like, Jets fans are going to be, because now beside, we're all. Beside we're, themselves. Yeah, but we're all worked up into a frenzy now. Especially, I read that report. You, t- you texted me that report yesterday. That Joe Douglas is telling everyone in the NFL that he's going, he's going to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. Right. Do you find it strange that he's telling everyone that he's going to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers? Firstly, it, it kind of feels like that by hiring everyone Rodgers likes. But why would you go around telling everybody that? Uh, maybe it's to, to to show Aaron that they're all in on him. I don't know. I mean, it kind of it kind of hurts your leverage a little bit. But I mean, maybe he doesn't care because if they don't if they don't find a way to win now, it's it's not going to matter for him anyway. So what what happens if the I mean because it sounds like Derek Carr is going to be wrapped up quickly. Well, Very he won't. Quickly. He's not extending the. He's there's a story out. He's not extending the right, deadline. which means he's going to be released. Uh, most likely because he can he can veto any trade because he's got a no trade. Right. So what happens if if you're the Jets and you miss out on Derek Carr? Now, I mean, now you now you have to go absolutely all in for Aaron Rodgers. I just wish that Aaron Rodgers would figure out whether he not whether or not he wants to to play. I think that's or, or probably God, or God forbid you're right. God forbid you miss out on Derek Carr and then Rodgers, who could do this, wakes up one morning and is like, you know what? I think I'm done. Well, it's for sure he's not going to San Francisco. They asked him on the tee box yesterday. At the, I saw uh, that. And he's like, I'm not going to San Francisco. Uh, but he's he's kind of made it sound like he's going to wait a couple weeks to decide one way or the other what he wants to do. Yeah, but you couldn't see the Jets getting screwed he's in this not, whole process. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the thing, though. It doesn't sound like, from everything I've read, because now, I I, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm trying to find as much information as possible to, to make me believe that he's going to be a Jet. And the Pat McAfee stuff and everything else is that... They're having talks in Green Bay now as to whether or not they want to keep him. And the more stuff you read, it sounds like they're now willing to to walk away because of, you know. The Packers the, are. The Packers are willing yes. to walk away. Now, the real question is, does Aaron Rodgers, would he want to be a Jet for us? But more importantly, does he want to continue to play somewhere else? I would say the way that that season ended, the fact that he's talking about he can still play at an MVP level, Tom Brady just retiring. Does he want to go out the same year that Tom Brady just retired? Or is he someone that would prefer a good the, point. the shine to himself? That's a good point. Do you want to be in, in Canton Hall of Fame ceremonies, you and Tom Brady, where you're clearly the second guy that day? Dude, you know hey, you know that Aaron Rodgers doing those golf things when they do the uh the matches didn't didn't like standing next to Tom Brady because he he he's shorter than him. Brady's a big guy. Yeah, but so so, I mean, this, you're right. Like so To that point, I mean, do you want to retire the same year as Brady and now have to go into Canton with Tom Brady? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that you do, which may, maybe that kind of forces his hand and he comes back this year at a minimum. Mike in the car. Mike, good morning. You're on 98.7. Good morning. How are you? What's going on, Mike? How are you, buddy? Hey, Dave. Hey, I don't often agree with your take. I think generally, you know, sometimes you can be uh... – a little off base with a few things. All right. But I do have to agree with you on this four, um, 1 o'clock wedding on a Friday. Uh, the bride and groom are very selfish. It's all about <laughs> them. And uh, they clearly do not think about anyone else going, including you, Rick, who have to leave right after you get done with work and run over and, and uh, officiate a wedding. I think we should really focus on my work ethic, really, though. That should be the, the real topic of conversation. Oh, you're a tremendously hard worker. I think I your work ethic is, is, is uncompromised and second to none. But I think it's fair to say, and, and Mike agrees, and I think the, the masses would agree, that it's, it's not nice to your guests to get married 1 o'clock on a Friday. 
I think it's the perfect opportunity for everyone to get together for a three-day weekend is what I think. That's how I'm spinning this entire thing, and I'm embracing okay. it. Okay. If, if that's what you need to sell yourself with, I'm going to stand behind you and tell you that that's, that's right. Good for you. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. All right, so 745, that's where we're going to do it. Right. This is your opportunity. It's Friday. Some of us have weddings. Some of us don't. But it's your opportunity to call in. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be a coach, a player, a game, how the Knicks finish games, anything you want. A member of the station. Anything. Doesn't have to be sports related. Just anything that's on your mind. The the man at the deli. Right. That you want to just get off your chest. You call up. We answer. You roast. Whoever it is. And then you get to your weekend and you feel relieved. So really, is the goal to be cathartic? Great word. Thank you. Great word. Thank you. Yes, that's the goal of the roast. Destroy somebody or something. Right. And just, just to really get something off your chest, you go into the weekend unburdened. I think would be the appropriate phrase. Unburdened. I like it. It's going to feel good because it felt good when we great. used to do it. RJ, do you have your, your roast ready to go? Ready to go. Raymond, you ready to roast? Yeah. Yeah. You, that kind of sounded half, you know what? No, it just it almost feels like it's almost like you, you, Rick talked about you being predictable. I, I worry that mine is predictable right oh, now. Re- yeah, but that's okay. Listen, here's the thing we haven't done the roast since when? Since August? Mm hmm. Okay. So I think that you have to kind of slowly return to roasting form. If you're predictable, but it's a good, solid roast, I think you win there. All right, we'll see. All right. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be winning. It's just what makes you feel good. Just yeah. uh, We're trying to help you get your weekend started. Well, right. this will probably make me feel good then in that, in that, that case. Well, and you're single, thing, so you need, you need that. You don't have excuse the warmth me, of a Excuse woman. me. What was that? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to stop him before he says something that 
So you end, fuck, end up the not on the air. Is for. The Zero. fine bucket? Are you paying the fine bucket? Yeah, no, no, that, no, not yeah. that fine. Have you? Have you no, no, not that. <laughs> fine. Have you fine dedicated? Bucket sounds dangerously close. <laughs> have you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> how, how how many uh, contributions, Rick? Are you supposed to be making at this point? Because Dave has called you out for a few. I think it's only my contribution so far. Yeah, I believe that's accurate. Let, let's get to some of the calls before we get to the rose. Let's go to Joe in the car. Good morning, Joe. You're on ninety eight seven. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, we're great. Hey, How are you? Quick. Good. It burns me up to give you guys a compliment, especially Rick, since I'm a thirty four year New York Rangers season ticket holder. But I've been saying it since you guys been on the air with even with Chris. You guys should be in the afternoon drive. You're the best show in radio, hands oh. down, and that kills me to compliment Rick. Why? Reason I'm calling. No, really, why? Like, Joe, you can't look at the fact that you love the Rangers. I love the Rangers, too. But no. you look at Rick. He's no. a talented talk show host, and he played for a team that you don't like. I, and listen, all those things can be true. No, 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 not like, despise. I can't stand the Islanders. You're my kind of guy, Joe. I, I didn't say, I said he roots for a team you don't like. Despises though he doesn't need. Uh, we all, hate, if you're despises. a Rangers fan, it's in your DNA. Of course, you. De- I despise the Islanders too, Joe. I grew up on Long Island. <laughs> I hear you, guys. I'm just listen. I'm being. I'm telling it as it is. I. I, just, I respect them, but I do. I. Uh-uh. I don't like. But listen, I just gave them a huge compliment. You it's guys a great compliment. Be on after the drive. It's a great compliment. And I'm not. I'm not. Almost cursed. But, but anyway. hey, here's the thing, though. Hey, real- isn't that the goal, though? Of the, isn't that a goal as a player on a team that you don't like? Is that you respect them, but you hate them? It's per. It's perfect. It's the greatest compliment. You, you, you know who you are, Rick. You're the Nick Sirianni of '98. <laughs> Is I think who, no, I don't Robert. like that. A one year wonder. Come on, get out of here with that Nick Sirianni thing. But guys, real quick, this talk with Aaron Rodgers retiring. Please, I'll ask both you guys. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He's supposed to get what fifty nine million dollars next year. That's right. Yes, Rick, you're still you and Bobby Benier are still getting paid. God knows how. Are, are oh. you guys retiring? <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Every July first, this is one of the great. This is one of the great calls ever we've taken. Are you guys retiring? If you're given, if they're going to give you fifty nine million dollars, can we please stop? Stop with the. He's going to retire. Yeah, but I think it's all part of his whole like his whole thing now, where it's not it's not money that makes him happy, it's not football that makes him happy. Like he's like he's on a, on this journey to find out who he is as a person and what makes him truly happy. But no, like, you don't I can't imagine from, fifty nine million dollars no, would help. <laughs> no, he's made a ton of money, but no, I think it's more. I, I think for him, he I think he is concerned about his legacy. I think the idea of retiring the same year that Tom Brady retires and having to go to Canton with Canton with Tom Brady. Would be something he thinks about, and I also I think he probably doesn't like how his how his season ended. And I still think he's he's got a lot left in the tank. Like I think he's a I still think he's a very good football player. No, I th- I think he he is a really good football player, and I think he can play at a high level. And I think there's a when when all is said and done, and he has a couple weeks to to really think about it. Like he he's going to try to put himself in a spot where he can can win that second Super Bowl because that's going to be a that second Super Bowl for him and his legacy is a big deal. I don't care how he tries to to play it off. That's when you're talking about if you think you're a guy that and we know how talented he is, that should be in the conversation as one of the greats of all time. You know for a fact they will hold the they will hold the only one Super Bowl against him. And and you know what? I don't think they're wrong. Now, I don't agree with that on every guy. 
but there's been numerous times where I think he's been on the best team with home field advantage and a bye, and they don't even get to the Super Bowl. Like Dan Marino, Dan Marino never had the best team, right? So you say, well, he only got to one. See, I think that's kind of unfair. But a guy like this where, I mean, the game against the Niners, how, how did you lose that game that last was year? It was that's really a, bad. That's an, the Niners couldn't move the football. That's an awful loss. The game the year before at home, championship game against Tampa Bay, you led that game. You couldn't get it done in the big spot. Against the Giants, you were the one seed. You were 15-1, and one, and you lose that game. He has a lot of bad playoff losses. Yeah, and I think he should, and I think he will take all of that into account and try to find and try to find a spot. And I think New York's a good spot for him. And I've said this from from day one: the payoff of potentially winning a Super Bowl in New York it it would mean it, if it would, he gets to two, and the second is leading the Jets to a Super Bowl, you're now a forever god, right? But I think that, but I also think not only in New York, but I just think it's people the way that people look at the Jets and how dysfunctional the Jets have been, if he somehow is the the guy who's able to to fix that and win them a Super Bowl, I think it just it hits different. I think it's like what LeBron did in Cleveland. Maybe not to that extent because LeBron's from Cleveland, but same kind of deal. Like It's the reason why we have so much admiration for Joe Burrow. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Messier and the Rangers. Yeah, but it, again, it, it, I think I think the most important thing, though, is for him is to is to find a place where he's going to get the best of everything. And right now it's yeah, the money, forget about that, he's going to get the money, but it's it's coming to a situation where you know, he's going to get the uh, the the love whatever all that stuff because I mean, Joe Douglas is talking about it and we're doing everything we can to make it happen. The fan base would uh, like They'd would go, go Gaga wild. Over it. Yep. And then if you do win the championship, which championship is going to is going to mean the most? And I think New York, like you go win a, you go win a championship in Tennessee. Like okay, you won a championship, but what is okay, you won a well, championship. Well, no, 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 no. I listen, winning a championship period is huge in the NFL. There is no, well, that city doesn't really matter. I mean, Burrow's on the verge of doing it with Cincinnati and it's a huge deal. But that being said, to win it with a team that has never or hasn't won it in 54 years it would be a tremendous feat. A team that is, you know, off look at around NFL circles as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the Jets, <laughs> right? It's 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 the Jets. I mean, Adam Sandler did the movie. It's like, you know, they make fun of the Jets. That The Jets are the punchline. And if you come here and you make them relevant to the point that they win the whole thing, you're now a conquering hero is what you are. Yeah, and the team is short. Like, all he said the entire time, and I haven't agreed with all of it with Green Bay, is just I want to know that you're doing everything and anything possible to try to get to win a championship. And right now the Jets are trying to show him that, that they're willing to do whatever it takes to get him and then once they have him to to try to win. Uh, all right, so we're, we're not too far away from the Superbox Bonanza. But right now, and we haven't done it in a while, so we'll have to get the uh, our feet wet again in doing it, it is now time for the morning roast. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. Is the morning roast. All right, so Rick explained it. I'll explain it quickly. Anything on your mind? Anything that angers you, frustrates you, brings you to emotion? 1-800-919-3776. Call and get it right off your chest. Right off your chest. Now, I don't want to speak for anybody of the four of us. Is anybody want to go first, or do we want to start out with the callers? Uh, I think that we could have one of us maybe kind of show them the way if we want to do that. Uh, RJ, do you have a good one? I like it. Uh, yeah, of course you do. All right, what do you got? What does that mean? I don't know. 
Okay. It was meant to be snarky, but I don't know why. <laughs> it's just your. It's a reflex. For I'm you. not. I'm not exactly sure what it meant. And you uh, know what? Yeah. I apologize for that. Wow. Thank you. That's yeah. that's mighty of you. So we've spent a lot of time, rightfully so, ripping the Empire State Building. Disgusting. Building. Horrible decision. I will not pick the Empire State Building, but I do have another geographical. I don't know what you want to call this, but so in Chicago, you know how they have the bean. I think it's actually called Cloudgate. Love the bean. I bet you do. So I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, well, in Chicago, the bean, it's the landmark. It's the thing you walk up to. It's got the, it's made of, I don't know, whatever shiny material that is. You can oh, see yeah, yourself. Very, very reflective. You've yeah. never seen it, Dave? I don't, I, Dave I, has I a hard time finding tower. it. He says has a hard time finding it. And there it is. Stop it. That's a dollar. <laughs> Anyways, it's outside of the, the bean. Yeah, the bean. Chicago. <laughs> As we wait for on the, the Google, yep. the cloud. Yeah, I'm on the Google. Anyways, uh, no, nah, yeah, I've never seen that thing. Well, it's, well, it's a thing. I promise. Oh, you maybe I have. It does look somewhat familiar. Okay. Okay. Outside <laughs> it's of the very reflective. That's yeah. The whole point. You can walk under it, take pictures. All yeah. I mean, we've all done it probably. Aside from Dave, who doesn't go anywhere. There's no way we've all done this. Seen? I've been to the bean. Okay. Yep. Uh, Raymond. I did go to the Bean, yes, when I was in Chicago. And then, that's then, three then, for four. Well, okay, then you're right. Dave, who doesn't go... <laughs> I've been to Chicago, but I, I mean, is the Bean a, a new a new thing? I don't think it's so. It's been there for a while. Dave, who doesn't go west of New Jersey. Unveiled in 2004. Okay. 19 years. Longer than any great of enjoyment. Longer than any of us have all right, been in our Yeah, all right, we've got sidetracked. <laughs> so, the person that developed that sculpture, I guess you want to call it, was also asked to make something similar here in New York. Down now, I will say not with the, you know, the common folks, but if you take a little stroll down in Tribeca, as of this week, at the bottom of a big new fancy residential skyscraper, you will see a New York version of Cloudgate or The Bean. So that led me to thinking, why are we ripping off other cities' monuments and, and sculptures now? Right in the same line of the Empire State Building, which apparently wants nothing to do with New York. It just wants to be the world's building. Are we, are we dimming ourselves to the point where we now need approval or need to solicit ourselves to other cities and their sports teams or other cities and their sculptures? To feel relevant in the things that we build or the buildings we light up? What are we doing? Wasn't there a time and place where we kind of set the temple for the whole country? It doesn't feel like that anymore. It really doesn't. Well, I don't mean to destroy you, and, I, and, and I'm not going <laughs> to destroy you. But, but, but I mean, you, if you, you know, you look at another city's artwork mm -hmm. and you say, that's glorious. We would love to have something like that. And you make a replica of it. I think that's the, the highest form of flattery, right? Why are we flattering other cities? I, I, I don't I don't have a huge problem with it. I, I think it's a good it's a good roast because I think you're passionate about it. I'm just uncertain as to why you're so passionate about it. Well, because Chicago, if if you've been, I don't think you have. Right? I have been many times. Okay, so Chicago, I think a lot of people would call like a, a New York light version, correct? Very light. So, why are we then looking to their playbook? Don't they look to ours? Isn't that how that goes? We've lost our identity is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. All right. 
I don't think we set the pace anymore. Like that's that's what this week what so we found out. We're, we're, we're not the cool kid anymore. We're the follower now. I think we are the cool kid, but I think we're I think we're veering off the path. Is what I'm saying. All right. I mean, listen, it's a good solid roast. I don't know that I 100% agree with it, but it's a good it's a good way to start off the roast. Uh, all right, let's let's continue along. Let's go to the phones, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Aaron in the car who wants to roast someone on the station. Aaron, good morning. Good morning, guys. Shout out to the company. So on this very special triumphant return to the morning roast, I've channeled my inner Andrew Dice Clay and written two nursery rhymes for you guys. Today. All right, be careful, Raymond. Finger Fingers right on that hovering, dump hovering over the button. Right, right. Not. I don't want you to hover. I want you to be on it. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I listen. I've been cleared by RJ. Don't worry. All right. Santiago six sat on a wall. Santiago six had a great fall. And all the Bustello and all the tweets back couldn't get a playoff win for poor little old Dak. Oh! <laughs> That's good. I love that. Well done. How long did that take and you to write? my second. Very nice. Now my second. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Peter Rosenberg, he's so damn hairy. Oh! <laughs> what are we doing, though? I don't know what that noise. What's that noise, Raymond? That's, that's a Pete, squeal. That's Peter, apparently. No, that's a pig. It says Peter. That's Wee! Rosenberg. Oh my god! Wow, that's quite the. Uh, What's happening here? The octaves. We we. It's like Animal Farm at the station. <laughs> I've gotten pickled and I've gotten porched. Oh, wow! I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> Raymond, why don't you go ahead and give us your morning roast? I can't imagine he's been to the bean. Oh dear, that's a dollar. What are we doing? <laughs> what? It's a landmark. It is a landmark. It is a landmark. All right. I kind of touched on this yesterday, it, and it's it's appropriate because of the call we just had there because I've got nursery rhymes written about this cowboy lack of success for Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones, and everybody. You saw what Jerry Jones said the other day. He accused the Eagles and the Rams of putting it all in, going for their Super Bowl, but that he's hesitant to do that because you can – quote-unquote, empty the bucket, and he, quote-unquote, prefers to be right in the middle where the Cowboys have been for a while. <sighs> Jerry, I, 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 I've i kind of... The last thing him. you want to be is in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a good point. But that's a, but that, you know, it, it almost seems like that he legitimately feels that. And you know, I've, I've accused him of not wanting to go the extra mile over the last few years. It To, to, to me... Jerry Jones cares more about the brand of the Dallas Cowboys, and as long as they're making more money than anyone else and they're more recognizable than anyone else, he's perfectly fine with them making the playoffs once in a while and getting all the eyeballs. He doesn't necessarily need a Super Bowl. He thinks he's won his three, and he's good to go. No matter what he tells you, he sits, he sits up on a pulpit and says he'd write a blank check to win a Super Bowl any given year, but but he's lying to you. And, he, and he's also completely off base when it comes to the Eagles because that's a th- that team is the same age as the Cowboys. It has twice the cap room it has two first round picks two first round picks next year you know like the the rams okay they definitely mortgage the future the eagles did not the eagles are going to be good for years to come regardless of whether or not the head coach is getting a free ride shout out to julian love by the way i do kind of agree with him a little bit there uh but it's just every year like my frustration just grows and grows and grows with jerry jones and the dallas cowboys and it's not necessarily the players it's 
well, it is kind of the coaches, but Jerry Jones is the one who hires them. And I don't think winning is important to him. I don't wow. think winning is important to Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, and it's extremely frustrating. Wow, that's that's very roast-worthy. Good job by Raymond. Now, there's a man online who wants to roast me. You probably want to go there, right? Ray? I think we have to. All right, let's go to Bernie in Virginia. Bernie, have at it. Dave, I'm roasting you. Your whole shtick has got to be an act because no one is this big of a rich, elitist punk. I guess it's only peons who have to take a day off to celebrate a family wedding or bar mitzvah or birthday and all your parties are on Saturday nights. And, you know, since Rick is performing the ceremony, I'm assuming the groom is a close friend of his. I hope that guy's listening and he comes to the station and calls you outside for talking smack about his wife on her wedding day. And I'm sure you just apologize and say you didn't mean any disrespect because you're only a tough guy behind the mic. Oh, elitist punk. You, 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 you done wow. Wow. Not elitist punk. I'm a man that cares about other people's feelings and, and, and their time. And like I said, this elitist punk didn't do a Labor Day bar mitzvah because it didn't work for everyone else. I don't want to get in the way of their time. I can have my opinion, Bernie. He just lit you right up. Well, whatever. Wow. Well, he's got to live in Virginia, so. Oh, now you're going to take shots at Virginia? Well, I mean, come when on. When does it stop? It doesn't. If you're going to come after me, I'm going to go after you in spades, Bernie. <laughs> Bernie! <laughs> Poor Bernie. I mean, really. What Dave a, what hurt. A, that hurt. That one hurt Dave. I can tell. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll go. He's right, just go. punk. <laughs> he is. He's a punk is what he is. No, all right, you're I'll the go. punk. I'm not a punk. Um, I don't know how you feel about me going after someone at the station. So you I thought love, I was going to go after the. You thought I was going to go Empire State Building. You thought there was a chance Sirianni. No, I like this person very much, but I think this is a real weaselly thing to do. Um, Rick, when you make a wager, do you pay the debt off? Always. And do you pay the debt off until completion? Until you're fully paid off, right? What was there a stipulation in the wager between you and Alan Hahn that at some point he could get rid of the um, Han and Humpty tattoo? No. Well, that's what he's on the verge of doing. Here is Alan Hahn. He's on noon to three, and the show is elite, excellent with Bart Scott. But what he says about the tattoo is kind of gross and very roast worthy. Here is Han wanting to cover up the tattoo. So I bought one year. I think it was just Han and Humpty at the time. And I bought us. Keep talking about your ex. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm all ears. Turn the page. You and Carlin hanging out at Seaport earlier today? Change the don't page. Don't think I don't no, hear things. No, listen. Don't don't, don't think listen, I listen, don't hear. Listen, the people listen, text don't, me don't, and they're listen, like. Listen, listen. Hey, don't, break, don't break up your ex. Just so you know. Don't, don't break up your ex and Bart then try and, and spin it. Carlin were hanging out. Don't try and spin it. So I bought a glass backboard hoop with breakaway rim. Yep. And we would shoot. And it was cool. I don't know where it is, by the way. We got to cover that up, really. Yeah. Like, it's about time to cover that up. Dina Han, do you want to let them know about the... The tattoo. I know. That's that's going. That's leaving. Tattoo that I have. Yeah, that's leaving. That we might need to figure... That, like, that has a statute of limitations. Is it time? Is it time to cover it up? Or or do I just add a Barton Hahn logo over it? Wow. Was the wager you made five years and then do whatever you no. want with the tattoo? No, no. It was, it was a lifetime of the tattoo. And by the way, wouldn't you think of anybody at the station that would feel uncomfortable with him having that tattoo? It would be me. Han and Humpty doesn't exist anymore. But that I, I, I'm fine with that. He lost the wager. He should have the tattoo. Yeah, right. I mean, the show, I mean, it was a great show. Close friends. He lost the bet. Made a right. stupid bet. Lost. Made a dumb bet. What was it Yankees-Mets bet? 
It was a Yankees-Mets bet, yeah. <laughs> and you took the Mets and you won? Right. How great is that? How nice is that? That makes it even sweeter. Good for you. Well, And, and you know what? Now he wants out. Sorry, pal. That's that's the definition of a tattoo. No, it's Bart's, forever. Yeah, right. Bart's playing him, too. Stop it. I mean, Bart's still off gallivanting with Carlin. It all, he wants this Everyone's tattoo so cover so sensitive up. at the station. But there you have it. My morning rose go right after Han. You make a wager. You lose the wager. You get the tattoo. You keep the tattoo. You don't start going with a, a new tattoo. Right? Who is it that did the Winona Ryder tattoo and then put Wino Forever? That was uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. You know what? Sorry. There's no Wino Forever, Alan. There's no Wino Forever. All right. Yeah, he covers that up. I mean, our relationship could be. I think it dies. I think it slowly, slowly dies. You enjoyed the guy that went after me, but the guy that's going to go after you. I'm not most people. Noah in Bergen. Noah, please take as much time as you possibly need on the morning roast oh oh i will rick the people you have come up with many good solid takes your takes are usually great but the way that you have worshipped at the throne of tom brady over the last few days makes me sick you and i are about the same age tom brady has been a thorn in jets fans sides for over half our lives, and you're just, ooh, Tom Brady, he's the GOAT, he's the greatest, Mm, I love him so much, it makes me sick, I hate Tom Brady, my seething hatred for him burns with the heat of a thousand suns, how can you not feel the same, good riddance, goodbye, you're a jerk, you berate your teammates on the sidelines, you're a cheater, you're a liar, he is Horrible. Goodbye, Tom Brady. Rick, do better. Wow. Wow. Spicy. Right after you. Yeah, it was spicy. I may have been a little over the top with my uh I think you know what I think it is. I think you appreciate greatness and, and he defines greatness. He does define greatness. I wrote a song about Tom Brady that wasn't nice. It was a nasty song at least. You wanna sing it? No, it was uh, we have it. It's uh I, I like flat balls and I cannot lie. It was the whole <laughs> deflate gate thing. That's funny. Found it. Play uh, it. Can we hear a little? Not hearing it. Oh my god! Oh, that's Ricky, right. Cassie, Cassie that made an ball. appearance on this. It's just so flat. It looks like one of those Brady guys footballs. Who understands that Brady guy? He only talks to them because they totally take out the air for him. I mean, that ball—it's just so flat. I can't believe the PSI. It's just so down there. I mean, it's soft. Look, he's just so deflated. I like flat balls, and I cannot lie. You other QBs can't deny that when a guy walks in with an itty-bitty case and a flat ball in your face, it gets slung. Calling it cheating is tough. When you notice that ball is stuffed, deep in my mind, it's not cheating. I'm hooked, and I just stopped caring. Ooh, maybe they'll catch you <laughs> and check your pressure. My homeboys try to warn me, but that's all right, got. Time to call my attorney. Ooh, pump up wow. the pig skin. You say you want right, to be right. my friends, so don't accuse <laughs> me. Wow. Accuse me, because I ain't that. All right, Ray. <laughs> I thought it was worth playing. That's very entertaining. Um, all right, and let's let's finish up with uh, the man who invented the roast. The proprietor, and that is one Rick DiPietro. How about it, my friend? All right, here we go. I am going after a man who has been all over the news lately for all the wrong reasons. A man that has no respect for other people's genitalia, apparently. I'm going after Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Started with Shannon Sharp. Called him a blogger, a regular pedestrian, as if he didn't know who Shannon Sharp was. 
And now the ultimate disrespect is to punch a man in his no-no bits, which he did to Donovan Mitchell. Then started and started a big fight. Come on, man. Like, I I'm all for mixing it up, but he knew what he was doing. He swung over and hit poor Donovan Mitchell right in right in the junk. You can't you gotta be better. Be better than that. It's unacceptable. Yeah. Not a good look. Not Terrible a good look. look at all. That's a nice that that I thought was a nice foray back into the roast. I think a lot of people got roasted today, yeah. Yeah, I think appropriately. RJ's right. was a little bit sketchy, but besides RJ's, I thought it was solid. So you agree that RJ's wasn't great? I it was uh it was something that's been on his mind clearly for a while now. It felt it, you know what it felt desperate is what it felt. It felt desperate for a guy that you didn't even know Han said that. Let's just pull back the curtain until I told you in your ear. How about that? So you had no roast, unprepared. <laughs> and Rick, no passion. If there was no uh you know, not <laughs> naughty bit punching last night, you had nothing. You were too busy d- distracted with a one PM wedding. I was going after Kayvon Thibodeau before the naughty now, bit punching. Now that's Both a roast. You, unprepared. How's oh that? My, Better? You know that's what? a roast. You know what I'll say? This roast or this attack is better than your original roast <laughs> unprepared and no regard for planning for the show how's can that I, can i do this at least you're listening to dph on rothenberg on 9870 spn wepn fm new york here's the thing better late than never here's the it's within the five minutes you jerk nope 15 seconds late go on <laughs> should i roast you for not knowing time Oh. What else you got? You, you know, you know what? You should roast yourself because I was prepared to do it, and you jumped over him and started. Well, at least I did this. At least I did that. When I was ready to do the ID, <laughs> that's all. That's okay. We're on. We're on Eastern time. I'll explain how time works to you one day. What? What? What happened? So you come up with an awful. Uh, there's a there's a statue in Chicago known as the Bean, <laughs> and I'm, we have a Bean you know, in New York. It's, it's, and high, I, and it's, it's highly, awful. It drives me crazy. I can't sleep at night because of the Bean. I'll explain. It's highly ignorant that you don't know about. The bean. Yeah, one, it, the, the fact that you don't know about the bean because you've never gone west of You just Albany. roasted architecture. <laughs> you, want, you, want, you want me to explain the calendar to you next after we get through time, or you want to save that for next week? Too much we'll to handle? We'll save that for next week. Okay, good. Next week's lesson. You're going to be a great dad. Oh, this is, I'm just this screaming is, at people for no reason. I'm not is, screaming. You're the you're, one screaming. You're getting nasty. It's, listen, it's always there. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.